hello. Welcome to Healthy Perspectives, a podcast that takes on current cultural and social issues through a clinical lens. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we appreciate your time. And today I am, I think, I think this one's going to be a good one. I think it's going to challenge you. I hope that it's going to challenge you in a way that maybe you haven't challenged yourself, maybe ever, uh, but definitely not recently. That would be my guess. <clears throat> so we've forgotten what pain is. We really have. If you're if you're in the United States, if you are in poverty in the United States, you're still one of the richest people on the planet. It's hard to understand, but today I'm going to prove to you, I think, I'm going to attempt to prove to you that we have forgotten what pain is. And I think it's causing us a lot of social problems, like a lot of them. Uh, because we oftentimes these days are overreacting to the pain that we are encountering in ways that we probably ought not overreact. So let's let's go with this. Frankly, you and me haven't encountered very much pain in the last couple of days. You, you might be sitting there saying to yourself, I've got a disability. Okay. I'm going to prove it to you. You could sit, be sitting there saying, well, I lost my grandfather or my friend. I think I can prove it to you. You might be sitting there saying uh, that, that I am a mess. I've been to medical appointments every day this week. I think I can prove it to you too. And why do I say all of that? Because we have so many comforts that we often expect that I think it distorts our reality too much sometimes. It, it, makes us believe that our pain is a 10 out of 10 when in fact it's probably a six or a seven out of 10. It distorts our reality. So let's get after it. Let me prove it to you. You ready? When you woke up this morning, yeah, this morning, was it warmer or cooler inside your house? If you're someplace that's hot, my guess would be it was cooler. If you're someplace cold, I'll bet it was someplace warmer in your house. What temperature do you keep at your house? Interesting. Did you turn a faucet and have water come out? Or did you walk several miles to get dirty water to take home and boil? I'm betting you had a faucet 
Most of you listening to this, you had a faucet. Was your shower warm or was it cold? Now, if you were the last one in the house to go take a shower, you might've had a little bit of cold water, but was it cold like the river or the lake? Yeah, right now it's January. If you were using cold water in nature, it'd be probably a lot colder than the water you used even if you had the cold shower. When you got in your car, was there heat or air conditioning on? Did you turn it on? Do you have seat warmers? Did you ride a bus or a train instead of walk? I haven't even made it. I haven't even made it past let's get to work or let's get to school. And I think you can probably already tell we have a lot of comforts. How about coffee? And if you have a coffee or some drink of choice today, Did you go out for lunch? Did you pack a lunch? Or did you have to go find a lunch? Like hunt it down or gather your lunch? Like the, the, There's so many comforts that we have in our daily life right now that unfortunately, I think what's happening is we're distorting our realities. We have raised our expectations to a level that is unhealthy. Now, let me, let me make the case for you real quick. If we are used to being uncomfortable and somebody calls us a name, let's say, but we're used to having a cold shower because we don't have hot water. How much does it matter that they called you a name? Do you think it matters more or less? I think it's going to hit you differently because you probably care more about getting some warm water than, you know, getting somebody to stop calling you names. Who's being an idiot. Okay. I mean, so what now sometimes, you know, there are different times in our lives where we are maybe socially sensitive or environmentally sensitive or relationally sensitive. That kind of stuff happens. That's, that's a reality. So maybe the name calling does really, really hurt. And in a really unique way at that particular time. I get it. I'm not trying to diminish the significance of stuff like that, like bullying and stuff. Like, I'm, not, I'm not trying to diminish it. I'm trying to give you uh, a, an opportunity to look at your life and ask yourself a really important question. Do the things that hurt me matter as much as I think they matter? Do they? When somebody at work disagrees with you and you walk away feeling a little dumber, a little more humbled, how much does that matter? Now, if you have a life with very little pain, like really, truly very little pain because you have so many built-in comforts, that's going to hurt a lot more than if, if your life has 
a, a certain type of or multiple things that are struggling at any given time. The reason that I bring this to you folks is because we've seen this rise of anxiety, this rise of fear and anger and all this stuff. And, and it's real. I, I'm not, I'm not marginalizing it saying it's not real. I do, however, believe that from a clinical vantage point, a case could be made that it is not accurate, real, but not accurate, that there is a significant enough distortion because of all the built-in comforts that we feel like our experience of it makes it feel like an extreme discomfort or even a safety issue when it's really a comfort issue. Because there is a line where the comfort crosses into safety. And sometimes I believe there are people, I know I see some of them. So, you know, I'm not just making this part up, not any of it. But there are people who cross that line into, uh, you know, a safety issue and feel so overwhelmed because they're so used to being comfortable that they really start to believe their life is over. That's a problem. That's a problem, folks. And it starts with our everyday comforts. When you go to the grocery store, do they have all the things you need pretty much? I mean, I hear people in my life complain when the grocery store doesn't have this or that or whatever, they were out of this or they had to substitute with this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you are so comfortable that you can get what you want when you want it. I want warm water. Turn the faucet. I would like some coffee to perk me up. And we wonder why we're going to things like addictions. It's because we're so used to the comfort that even a small discomfort could make us try to come up with a solution and turn to really terrible things. Okay. I think I've made my case, but in true fashion to what we do here at healthy perspectives, I'd love to give you some ideas, some ideas of what you can do. Number one, read some books about pain. Uh, my favorite is probably CS Lewis, the problem of pain. I mean, that guy articulated it as, as well as I've ever seen it. Super good. And it can give you some insight into the necessity of discomfort and pain in our lives at times. Now, I would never wish on you more pain than you need. I just wouldn't. What I would offer to you is that you could reduce some of the comforts that you have, and it will do similar to creating the pain that you need rather than, uh, you know, I don't know, go 
shower or bathe in a freezing cold creek or river. Turn the faucet to colder. Even five degrees colder. Ten degrees colder. Take it from 85 down to 70. That's reasonable. 70 degree water. I mean, 70 degree water, folks, is not cold. It feels cold. But if you're not in there for 30 minutes, it's not going to hurt you. Even at 30 minutes, it's probably still not hurting. I mean, when, when we swim in the lakes in the summertime, 70 degrees, we're like, I could swim in this all day. I know. When you go to get out of the shower and you've gotten out of a cold shower, opening that door to get out or sliding that door to get out or moving that curtain to get out, you're like, oh, it's going to feel so cold. You want to know something that happens? This is proof of the distortion. If you turn on the cold water and you turn off the shower afterwards, instead of turning it back to warm, when you open the door, slide the sliding door or, or open the curtain or whatever, and you reach for your towel, did you know you, you start warming up right away? Because the air temperature is warmer. You initially might have a like a burr moment, but as soon as you grab your towel and you start drying off, I'll bet you get warm much quicker than if you get out of a hot shower and try to dry off. See, the discomfort. You just adjust the discomfort or the comforts. Make them slightly less comfortable. Drive with the window down, even if it's kind of cold outside. Feel that coolness of the air. Turn some of the lights in the house down so that you have to work harder to see everything. Don't do something dangerous, of course. But these are some very simple options that you can do. Turn down the coffee. Walk right by it. When you go to the grocery store, you don't have to get everything you want. Tell yourself no to a couple of things that you kind of wanted. These are options to create intentional discomfort. In other words, I could become more comfortable, but I'm choosing less comfort. You might find you save a few bucks too. Not a bad thing. Now, why do these things? So that you can have a better scale for pain and suffering and for comfort. You, you can adjust your scale this way so that when somebody close to you passes away, when somebody uh, is is not kind to you, or when somebody uh, creates a situation where your anxiety skyrockets higher and higher, it feels more tolerable. And if you do that, folks, I'm telling you, it can change your life. Little bits can make a big difference. So just take a look at your day. Where can you 
purposely let go of a comfort. I'm not even asking you to make yourself uncomfortable necessarily. You don't have to take a cold shower. Just let go of the comfort. Make it a warm shower instead of a hot shower. These little adjustments can adjust your perspective. And let's be real. In this time, 2024, it'd be really good if our scales were working accurately or more accurate. Maybe, maybe, maybe not so much like they were 200 years ago. We don't need to go all the way back to remember that pain and suffering has a place in our understanding of the world around us. Again, let me clarify. I wish none of you pain and suffering. That's not what I'm saying here. I'm wishing you perspective, a healthy perspective. I hope this was helpful. Thank you so much for joining us. If you like this, if this was helpful, please like, subscribe, and all of those things. And have a wonderful day. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate our audience a lot. So we give you some simple ways to track us down. Please like, subscribe, and follow all the podcasts on different platforms, but you can also email us at healthyperspectives at protonmail.com, or you can check out our website at healthy-perspectives.com slash podcast. It's a backward slash. So if you want to go to our landing page, if you go to healthy-perspectives.com, you'll still find us. You just got to click on the podcast button. Thank you so much.